You are listening to Weight Loss Made Real, and this is episode 151. I'm your host, Master Weight Loss Coach and author, Cookie Rosenblum. Today and every Tuesday, I am your coach and your guide to help you end that emotional eating and lose that extra weight. If you just found me, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. Here is where we talk about your habit of emotional eating, which is the main focus of all the work I do. This is where coaching meets psychology and psychology meets brain science. And this is where your problems end. So get comfortable and get ready to be coached. Before we begin, I want to remind you as always that this episode of Weight Loss Made Real is brought to you by the Freedom Group. The Freedom Group is a monthly membership for smart women just like you who are ready to be coached to stop overeating from stress and habit and learn how to make space for more happiness in their life. You can learn more about the Freedom Group and get on the wait list. We're going to open soon and you can find that in the show notes of this episode. Now let's get started with your coaching session. Here's what we're going to work on today. We're going to talk about why hunger can feel scary. I don't know if you would relate to this or not, but many, many people that I've spoken to through the years tell me that they get like a panicky, really uncomfortable feeling when they get hungry. So you know from listening to me that eating like a natural eater is eating from when you're lightly hungry to nicely satisfied, right? But it's not always easy to wait until you're lightly hungry. Why is that? What usually happens is you end up eating before you're truly physically hungry because of all kinds of reasons. There are external cues, right? Other people eating, or the clock tells you it's time, or you're feeling stress or any other emotional trigger that makes you usually eat. Or maybe it's that your favorite food is available. You think, oh, what the heck? I love this food. I don't want to miss it. Maybe not only is it a special food, but it's on a special occasion. And you think, okay, just this one time, even though I'm not hungry, I don't want to miss this food because it's unusual to have it. I don't always have it available. It also could be, instead of waiting until you're truly physically hungry, that you're just not used to waiting. It's your habit to eat whenever you feel like it. You know that old diet, the seafood diet, where you see food and you want to eat it. It may be that you're off schedule and you're thinking, oh, I better just eat something now because I'm worried about being able to eat later when I'm truly hungry. So I'm going to eat just in case now, eating for the hunger to come. It's not there yet, but you want to make sure that you don't have to be hungry. It might be that with your schedule, you don't know when you'll be able to eat again, so you eat now. And this is what I call eating for the hunger to come, proactive eating. It's not really what you want to do. You might just be afraid to wait until you're nicely hungry because of all the past dieting cycles that you've been through, where you get too hungry And then either you overeat or you don't eat enough so you still feel hungry and you feel deprived. And maybe you've done that in the past because your diet said to only eat this or that regardless of what your physical hunger is telling you your body needs. 
Now, these are all reasons why it may be hard for you to wait till you're truly hungry, but they're all thoughts, right? They're all ways of you thinking that don't serve you. Your thinking is just saying, this is a special food, this is a special occasion. So your regular plans don't apply. Your thinking is telling you, I just don't want to be different. So I better eat if other people are eating, even if I'm not hungry. I don't want to call attention to myself. Your thinking might be saying, hey, this particular food is just too good to pass up. So this will be an exception. And your thinking is telling you, I don't want to get too hungry. That's dangerous. Or maybe you're used to not thinking about your hunger level at all. Maybe you just eat whenever you feel like it. These are your current or old habits of responding to hunger or avoiding hunger. And you know what? They're not helpful for your goal to lose weight if you've got extra weight and to learn how to eat like a natural eater. I want to ask you if you could identify some of your thinking that leads you to eat before you get hungry. I want you to take a minute to do that. Use the examples that we just talked about to see how you might be thinking about your hunger now. In this podcast today, in this coaching session, I want to focus with you on your thoughts that are related to the worry or the fear of being too hungry. You know, that fear of waiting, fear that if you wait too long, you'll overeat or not be able to eat when you need to, or you'll be deprived. Now, the truth is part of this is not your fault, right? Because hunger is something that we're programmed to avoid. Our bodies and our brain want us to respond to it because food is required for your survival. Long ago for our ancestors, lack of food could really be a true emergency. But today, your hunger is generally not an emergency. There's food available to you most of the time and often in great abundance. In our culture, food messages are everywhere. Advertising's either promoting restriction as a means to lose weight or doing the opposite, showing you food all the time and that it's available all the time and that the message that you should never go hungry. So it's confusing, isn't it? Which messages do you listen to? This confusion can contribute to one of the reasons why your hunger feels scary. You're not even sure how to respond what the right way to respond is if you're listening to the media and other external cues. And then there's your past pattern of dieting to lose weight. This most definitely contributes to your fear of waiting to eat, your fear of getting too hungry. Your plan is to follow a diet and eat what it says, or at least in the past when you were dieting. But the reality is that because you're using that diet to tell you when to eat and how much to eat, you're not listening to your body and what it needs. You usually end up too hungry. The diet's not giving your body what it needs when it needs it because it's encouraging you to eat less, to lose weight. And this restriction brings up fearful feelings and thoughts of deprivation. And when you're too hungry, you will most likely overeat at the next opportunity as a way to compensate. You'll naturally become fearful of being hungry. It almost can feel like a panicky feeling. 
Your old dieting cycles bring up a lot of fear, panic about when you'll be able to eat and what will be available to eat. And can you trust yourself if you get too hungry? And the truth is probably not based on the past. Panic about what if my schedule changes? How will I get food? Fear of needing to eat when other people aren't eating and what they'll think if you're off schedule, right? And you're calling attention to you eating. All kinds of worry and fear about being deprived of food when you need it. So let's look at this a little closer. Where does the panic and fear come from? It comes from your lower brain. Your lower brain gives you a strong urge to eat to survive, right? It should. Your body has to have fuel to function. But your lower brain takes you to the extreme and it gives you messages like, this is an emergency. You may not be able to get enough food. You may not be able to get food when you need it. Your lower brain worries about deprivation. Your old dieting patterns were based on restriction, but your brain can convince you it's deprivation. Restriction is limiting something, right? It's putting a limit on what you eat, just like you restrict what you spend. You put a limit on what you spend. Your old dieting habits restrict your food intake and what times you eat and what types of food you eat. Placing limits like this are examples of restriction, right? It doesn't feel good because that restriction has been placed by an external source, a diet. But still, restriction is not deprivation. Saying no to eating when you're not physically hungry is not deprivation. And I'd rather you think of it, saying no when you're not hungry, as restraining yourself instead of restricting yourself. If any of you follow me on Facebook or you're in my free group called Weight Loss Made Real, where I would love to chat with you, Every Tuesday, most every Tuesday, I do a live stream on Facebook. And the one that I did a couple of weeks ago, you can look at the video and watch the replay, was all about self-discipline and the beauty of being able to lovingly say no to yourself without feeling deprived. So if this subject kind of makes your ears perk up, I want you to go check out that video. Now, deprivation is when there's truly not enough food to go around, like a famine or a shortage. Your lower brain still acts like this is the case, though, or this might happen at any moment. But it's not the reality for you in this current day. You will not be deprived of food when you need it. There are so many sources of food in your own home and available to you nearby grocery stores and fast food and restaurants and more, and you can carry food with you and not be deprived. Once you know this, that your hunger is not an emergency, that your hunger signal doesn't mean you need to get food now, this second, then you can respond differently. And even better, once you stop using dieting and its pattern of food restriction as a means of losing weight, then you can respond to hunger differently. If you have a panicky feeling when you're physically hungry, it's really important for you to acknowledge right now, when you get it, that that panicky feeling is not based in reality. A physical hunger signal is not an emergency. It's not a signal to act now so that you can get food before it's gone. That's deprivation thinking. 
Instead, when you get a physical hunger signal, remind yourself that you have a choice of how you respond to it. Remind yourself that food's available to you at home when you're out and food that you could carry. When you learn this, you understand that hunger is a signal to listen to, yes, but not an emergency. It means that you'll take care of yourself, and that includes feeding yourself and responding to your hunger. And knowing that allows you to make more logical choices about whether to eat now urgently or not, about what you'll have and how much you'll have, because you're not panicking. In the past, because of dieting, maybe you abused your hunger signals from your body if you ignored them. If you ignore them by restricting and not eating while getting the signal for physical hunger, maybe you ignored this physical signal of what enough was and you kept going and ate way more than you needed. But then no wonder you're panicked about getting hungry, right? Take a minute to think about your experience with feeling hungry, either now or in the past. What thoughts come up for you and what feelings come up for you? Can you recognize thoughts and feelings of restriction or thoughts and feelings about being deprived of food when you're hungry? Take some time when we finish to write out how you have felt in the past when you get those signals of hunger and then write down how you've tended to respond to it because responding to hunger as a life or death emergency isn't helpful, is it? Responding to hunger signals in that way won't get you where you want to go. You know that. Responding that way is letting your lower brain run the whole show. You know that I want to help you respond from your higher brain to help you make conscious choices and decisions that will serve you in your goal of losing weight if you need to, ending your emotional and habitual overeating, and ending that whole struggle with food in your weight. You can change your response to hunger. You can do this when you learn to respond from your higher brain. So how do you respond to hunger from your higher brain? Well, look at your thoughts about hunger, what you think and feel emotionally when you're hungry. I want you to commit to honor your body's signals, eating when you're nicely hungry, instead of ignoring it until you're too hungry, and stopping when you're nicely satisfied instead of ignoring that signal that you're full and overeating until you're uncomfortably full. I want you to commit or recommit to your plan to lose weight and stop that emotional and habitual overeating and use all the lessons that you get from me here and perhaps in the Freedom Group to learn how to do this. I want you to create new habits to replace these old habits that aren't helping you. And I want you to take good care of yourself so food is not your main source of nourishment or nurturing yourself. Most importantly, how can you learn to think of hunger peacefully versus in a panicky way? Okay, here's our homework. Here's your action. Here's what I want you to think about and do this week. When you feel hungry, stop and pause. Pay attention to that physical signal. How does it feel? What are your thoughts? Write down this information until you get used to identifying how hunger signals feel to you. Ask yourselves, is this true physical hunger or is it coming from my head? Learn to identify the difference for yourself. Now, if you're not feeling true physical hunger, remind yourself that saying no to food when you're not hungry is not deprivation, 
It's not restriction. It's helpful. It's the right response for your body and your goal. I want you to practice waiting when you feel hungry. Now, not for hours, but for a little while. All right. How does this help you? Because it reinforces over time that hunger is not an emergency that must be responded to immediately. It helps you learn that you can experience hunger without any bad consequences. It reminds you that you can get food when you need it. You're not deprived of food. And waiting allows you to make a decision about what to do next from your higher brain. Allowing yourself to really feel hunger will help you move from panic to peace when you get hunger signals. It takes practice, it does, but it's worth it. You can create a sense of calm and a feeling of being in control of your hunger if you allow yourself to practice feeling it, using the tools and strategies that I've talked about today. You'll recognize that your lower brain is that part of you that's panicked and that you can use your higher brain to make a decision of what to do about the hunger. That is peaceful and empowering. Now, another benefit of letting yourself experience hunger, your food, when you choose to eat, will taste better. I want you to enjoy eating, and it's much more enjoyable when you're nicely hungry. So don't be afraid of hunger. Don't let your hunger feel scary. You're meant to get hungry. It's not an emergency. It's just a signal that your body is ready for more fuel, but it doesn't need it immediately, urgently, unless you've gone too far. You have reserves on your body. We all do. Our bodies are built to use our reserves. And when you wait, allowing yourself to experience hunger, you train yourself to know that this is not an emergency. You don't have to let that lower brain tell you, you must respond urgently now. You can let your higher brain help you make a choice about how you respond to your hunger that's going to serve you, your body, your goals, and your pleasure. Okay, my friend, that's it for this subject in our coaching session today. You know what you're going to think about. You know what you're going to focus on this week. Thank you for choosing to be here with me and making listening to these short coaching sessions a part of your day. I appreciate those of you who have written in ratings and reviews on iTunes. They help more and more women just like you find me and these coaching sessions. So if you haven't yet had a moment, and if you find these helpful, please go to iTunes and leave me an honest rating and an honest review. In the show notes is a link that will let you do exactly that. It really would be helpful to me. And if you have any ideas for future podcasts, anything that you're struggling with, I'd love to hear them. I'm here for you. And I want to give you what you want most, freedom from the struggle. So in the show notes is also a link to my email. Send me those questions. Send me those ideas. I hope to see you back here next week where we will continue to work on both your emotional eating and general overeating step-by-step until they both become something you used to do because we both know that is your goal. So for now, this is your Coach Cookie reminding you that as you search for answers, keep it real, just like you. And I will see you next week. 